Welcome to Subliminal Message Studios, ladies and gentlemen, and I am your host, Leonardo. How is it going? You can find me on any other social media platform. That is, of course, except for TikTok and Twitter. Now, Twitter just straight up just banned me off of their platform. TikTok, fuck them. I don't even want to have anything to do with TikTok, but any other platform you can find me on. I'm talking about Facebook, YouTube. Fucking Apple Store, Spotify. You can find Subliminal Message Studios anywhere. And you will get this exclusive tomorrow's news for today. So you can stay informed. You can stay not just informed, but not and not informed, not stay woke, but you can stay grounded enough to the situations that broadcast you and you can be more of aware of the actual situations that truthfully truthfully affect you and your family now that being said japan's mulling of acquiring enemy base attack capability a disturbing signal of pacifist constitution revision ambition analysts that's right the japanese government reportedly initiated discussions on updating its national security strategy on wednesday with the main focus on whether the country will acquire the ability to attack enemy bases and efforts to alleviate deteriorates against the so-called threats from north korea and china which chinese analysts viewed on thursday as a very disturbing signal showing tokyo's constant attempt toward its wild ambition of getting rid of the limits on its pacifist constitution now that sounds um that, that sounds like they're trying to get their stuff together that sounds like they're doing anything they can to defend themselves against north korea and china now nah, scratch that that has nothing to do with that because while they're uh analyzing and and um uh finding new ways to uh, uh revitalize their constitution within japan they're putting all their troops near U.S. soldier military bases. So while they're saying, oh, we're doing this in efforts to attack enemy bases such as from North Korea and China, while, while they're saying this, they're setting all their troops over to U.S. military bases. They're putting their troops over to all of our um, all of uh, the NATO's bases and they're getting ready to fight with NATO like I said ladies and gentlemen don't ever get it fucked up because Japan is not doing that to revitalize their constitution and now they're not doing that to uh, uh, stay ahead of the war with North Korea and China they're doing that because they have cited deals with China they have told China you can have Taiwan as long as we get the money, the economy from Taiwan, you can have the actual land. We don't give a shit. They've made deals with North Korea and China, which is why they keep on moving their chess pieces in play. They're moving their soldiers next to our military bases and NATO bases while they're telling the world we're doing this because of the threat of North Korea and China. Total bullshit. Total bullshit. Not only bullshit, we need to speak out and actually let these people know. We know what's going on, all right? We know for a fact that Russia has cited deals with Ukraine. We know for a fact that China has cited deals with Taiwan. And we know where this is going, all right? We know the world elites want a, want a, new, want a war so then they can bring the Western world completely down to its knees and create what they want or what they deem to be saving the planet by creating a new world order. And uh, that is exactly the end game in this. All right. Now, U.S. Nord Stream 2 will not move forward if Russia invades Ukraine. Uh... 
Now, the U.S. will ensure that the Nord Stream 2 natural gas pipeline connecting Russia and Germany will not become operational if Moscow decides to invade Ukraine. That's right. We're not giving y'all shit if you decide to evade Ukraine. Oh, wait, that's not going to make a difference because you guys have already cited deals. The elites have already cited deals with China, with Russia, because they want they want the Western countries to be all the way brought down. But we do have a little uh, a little analog on this situation. Why don't we listen in, ladies and gentlemen? Absolutely. Yes. Um, you know, the 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 Germans are very reluctant to allow that to happen. Although, to be fair, they've said that they'll shut it down if there is an incursion. Well, good for them. Um, but they had the opportunity uh, through the years to send that message, and, and they didn't. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very critical of, of uh, Germany at this particular Yeah, they didn't uh, send no message because, because they knew the U.S. wasn't going to get involved. But now they know they will, so now they're trying to push us forward. I saw this as a potential... Uh, are the Germans potentially being the, uh, the the wheelhouse, if you will, of that energy through Europe? Uh, they wanted to work with the Russians. They wanted to be the country that could uh, control where this gas went through and obviously make some nice money being uh, the, the folks who made that uh, decision about where the gas went. So, um, you know, the Russians are paying a price now for playing footsies with the Russians and giving them the opportunity to finish the uh, Nord Stream 2. Uh, the Biden administration has to be the harshest, or I should say they get the harshest criticism uh, from my perspective and allow oh, yeah. Russia to finish the Nord Stream pipeline. It is nothing more than a way to hold Europe hostage. Ah, gotcha. And that is some of the most conclusive news that we could ever get. Of course, of course, it's, it was. See, it, it wasn't. Biden didn't do anything wrong, guys. He just fell asleep while he was driving the new expensive Lamborghini that is America. He just fell asleep behind the wheel. That's all he did. There's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't matter if he drove the motherfucking Corvette right off of the edge and right in to the ocean. No, that doesn't matter. Well, that's just fascinating. It is. It, it, it's just altogether just so fascinating. I get so excited when I hear propaganda and bullshit on um, on on uh, on on the tube. It makes me so proud for America. Now, just to reiterate, the U.S. will ensure that the Nord Stream Two natural gas pipeline connecting Russia and Germany will not become operational if Moscow decides to invade Ukraine. Now, Price was, pros uh, was pressed by host Ar uh, Ari Sh uh, Shapiro about the status of the pipeline. If Russia chooses military action over diplomacy, will Germany stop the Nord Stream 2 pipeline project if Russia invades Ukraine? Hell no, they won't, because Germany is filled up with a bunch of Nazis. You see, Germany never got, I don't know if you guys know this, because I cover this all under Operation Gladio, all right? This is all covered under Operation Gladio. I advise you guys to go look that podcast up and listen to it, okay? It is very important to what's going on right now. And it honestly affects us and our lives and our daily lives way more than you know. These projects that were started so long ago. Like uh, uh, Operation Paperclip, you have no idea how much Operation Paperclip truly affects America today. And I'd advise you to go look up 
these clandestine operations that were that were thought up in the 1950s, 1940s, right after World War II, where we brought Nazis over here, where they then started the new Justice Department, NASA. You have to understand, man, a lot of these things are 50, 60 years, 70 years in the making, all right? Now, number one, gas is not current, uh, currently flowing through Nord Stream 2, and that's important because it means the Nord Stream 2 right now is not operational. It is leverage for us. It is leverage for Germany. It is leverage for the transatlantic community because gas is not flowing, to be clear. It is not leverage for Vladimir Putin. Second point, I want to be clear. The spokesman continued. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward, and we want to be very clear about that. And um, they're saying this to then strategize and manipulate the American people into actually thinking that Germany, because uh, when, 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 listen to me, when the uh, gas does start flowing, when the oil does start flowing through Nord Stream 2, you know what they're going to say? You know what Germany's going to say? Oh, well, we tried to stop it, but it was the West. It was the West. It was the West problem. And then we're going to have Vladimir Putin go in there and flex his fucking muscles and show us how bad he would beat the living shit out of Biden. Can you imagine? I've heard, I've heard statements from a few people. And I've heard this one particular statement, and, and for some reason, for some reason, it gets echoed a lot. For some reason, people actually have this um, this uh, thought in their head to think, right? If any if any country goes to war, right, it has to be the leaders that fight, and depending on who wins that fight, they can decide whether they're going to go to war or not, right? Well, this is a perfect example of why we definitely, definitely should not allow that shit. Could you imagine? Can you guys imagine? Joe Sleepy Biden getting in to a boxing fight with Vladimir Putin. He would, I, this is no joke, no pun, but he would literally put in his fist all the way down Biden's fucking sarcophagus that is his empty soul. It would be over with. Russia would get whatever they want. So, like, you know, I, I think we need to back off that kind of ideology real fast. Because you imagine Joe Biden even trying to figure out how to put on punching gloves, much less getting to the boxing ring. He'd probably think he's there for a luncheon. Um, now, moving forward. Now, the people of Washington State are very, very scared of seeing armed men, Navy SEALs, train on their beachfront ways. All right, the U.S. Navy has paused SEAL training at Washington State Parks with the legal battle over their use over their use wins his way through the courts. It is difficult to find peace in the woods when armed frogmen might be lurking behind every tree. Lawyers from the Winnebago Environmental Action Network, the group behind the lawsuit against the Washington State Parks and Recreational Commission, argued in a legal brief filed last month all right, the Navy has used Washington State Coastal Capitals parks for over 30 fucking years. Yeah, all right, and, and this is what it really comes down to, all right? And I want to add on, it's not a bunch of patriotic Americans that really give a shit about the Constitution and really, really care about America. Let's say they don't even care about the Constitution, but the people that are pushing this lawsuit are not for America. They're a bunch of fucking, they're a bunch of pussies with their little, with their little fairy little fucking coats on saying race, for saying America is racist. We're so scared of the Navy SEALs that have been training on the Washington State Coastal Parks now for over 30 years and they're just now saying, oh my God, it's, 
it's 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 we don't need that. They're even going as far as to say is this is not how our army should be, be should be training. We need to see we don't need to see our army troops and with guns with in fatigue and camelar of uh, camelar camouflage training to fight a war. What we need to see is our soldiers in business suits with laptops and pens and paper. And I'm not fucking kidding you. This is a direct quote out out. Of the uh, of the Widow Bay, uh, of the uh, Wid Bay Environmental Action Network. That's what they want to see our military doing. Yeah, yeah. That's what we want out our military, ladies and gentlemen. We want them all to be in business suits, prouncing around like little fairy dust. All right. Now, um, if you guys are wondering why we've been the Navy SEALs have been using the Washington State Parks for over thirty years, so I'm, I'm going to give you a little background on that, bro. It's simple. This area provides a unique environment of cold water, extreme tidal changes, multiple variant of currents, low visibility, complex underwater terrain, climate, and rigorous land terrain. So this all provides it's all, this all provides a very unique experiments experience for the Navy SEALs to advance their training and advance their training environment. What do you want the Navy SEALs to train to train in some fucking to to train in Joe's average gym? Is that where you want the Navy SEALs? You know what? Why don't we start having our Navy SEALs start training in, 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 in Joe's average gym from here on out? No matter of fact, why don't we have our Navy SEALs train in little bubby baby bunker bubbles? Why don't we do that? That's really going to help us out. And keep in mind, I'm going to reiterate on this. They've been training at these Washington State parks for over 30 years. 30 fucking years. And now we have a bunch of fairies creating lawsuits and suing our Navy SEALs saying, oh, we're so scared. They've been doing this for 30 years now, dick. It's not like this is a new thing, like this is a new concept, like the Navy SEALs just decided to show up at the Washington State Coastal Park and say, hey, y'all, we're going to train here. No, they've been doing it for 30 years. Three, zero, 30 years, dick. I'm tired of these flaming little pussies just attacking our military and turning them more into transvestite little sissies, dude. It's not funny. I know this might be, I might, I know what I'm, the type of terminology I might be using might be a little funny, but it's not. There's nothing funny about this. All right. Now, let me reiterate on this subject, but the Navy's use of Washington shoreline has recently come under fire from local residents who are concerned about both the psychological and environmental impact the SEAL training can have on others using the parks. What do you got? Are you, you have got to be kidding me. You know what? This is probably coming from the same mother that turns a blind eye to their son sniffing Xanax and playing Call of Duty 24-7. Oh, but if we see a bunch of our own military, our own military training to keep us safe, well, that's where we're going to draw the uh, draw the line. And they go as far as she goes as far as to say, I do not care to catch a glimpse of apparently armed men skulking around, and I definitely do not want to risk having my young grandchildren see such a sight. Oh my God! A resident wrote to state regulators during a public comment period while the state is attempting to renew its agreement with the Navy. With the Navy, other residents other residents expressed similar concerns, arguing that the parks are supposed to be served as a place to relax for residents. In those days of great division in our civil society, we don't need stealthy men in camo, camo uniforms toting toy guns around our state country parks. 
People, people frequently parks to escape tension, not to encounter more. Keep the Navy commando training out of our parks. You have to be fucking kidding me. First of all, first of all, um, uh, that's exactly what you go to a state park to do. You go to a state park, you go in the woods to get lost, to shoot guns, to get completely lost in nature. You don't go to, to, to go into the woods to find a place of, this is a place of peace. No, you're going to have to find your own place of fucking peace. Second of all, they've been doing it for 30 years. Third of all, what do you want our military to start training in? Do you want them to put on tight leather pants with a, a, a ball in their mouth with a belt that says daddy? Is that what you want? What do you want? Like, this is ridiculous, dude. They've been doing it for 30 fucking years. Now, all of a sudden, we have a bunch of fairies saying, oh, we quote unquote, I do not care to catch a glimpse of apparently armed men skulking around and I definitely do not want to risk having my young grandchildren see such a sight. Let me tell you something, lady. Your young grandchildren have probably been, have probably seen you snort cocaine, which is that is Xanax. They've probably seen you put more pharmaceutical drugs in your mouth, but you're okay with that. You're completely fine with that. You're okay with your giving your grandchildren a mask and making sure they wear a mask every day. You're okay with your grandchildren playing Call of Duty, playing some sick, sadistic game that lets you destroy and meme and kill everyone. You're okay with that. But if you buy, but by God, if you see it in real life, well, that's just too far. By God, if you see our military training, training, doing advanced training skills to protect us from the future war that is definitely coming right now, that is definitely fucking coming right now, but you want to throw a big fucking fit over it. This is absolutely ridiculous, and I honestly need to go to break because I'm, uh, yeah, this is a little too much flame for me. It's a little too much, man. This, I, yeah, let's go on break, guys, and then um, I'm going to get back to the rest of the news because this is just fucking ridiculous. This is all the way worldly ridiculous. They've been doing it for 30 fucking years now, and it pisses me off more that none of the other residents are standing up and speaking out against these fairies. You got to be kidding me, man. You, it's, oh, fuck it. Yeah, let's go on break. Don't do what you want. 
Welcome to Whisper Room Incorporated. Man, fuck Whisper Room Incorporated. This is Subliminal Message Studios, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Leonardo, and we have much more news to get to. We have Biden calling our anchors son of a bitches. <laughs> you know, we got we have uh, the DOJ um, uh, sucking Fauci off every chance they get, and I'm not using that as a euphemism. They actually are, and I honestly say that, too. We have... The Navy SEALs. Yes, yes, we do. Now, um, speaking, and we have a, a just a juicy, juicy article to get to. We have something that Biden was actually asked about, and he 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 couldn't even think of anything to say about it. That's how bad it truthfully, truthfully was. Do you see what I'm saying? That's how bad we are getting in a society. We're getting our, we're letting these crooks get away with so much that even now that we have body cam body cam evidence of Homeland Security literally illegally bringing in illegal immigrants, them themselves, the Biden administration, them themselves flew these illegal immigrants in and then said, keep this on a hush hush. I'm not I'm not shitting you guys. This should be. This should really, 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 and and if you're wondering, oh, uh, Leo, this is just another. These are these are just what, what's what's a few hundred more immigrants, right? It, it's 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 more than that, ladies and gentlemen. You change when you let in tens and twenties and thirties and fifty and almost a hundred thousands of people. You begin to change the geographical nature within your own country. You begin to change votes. You begin to change and shape a different form of country when you do this. You understand this is how America works, and 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 I and I I I'd invite you, I'd invite you to understand and how this really truly affects you and your family, because now it doesn't matter what your vote means anyway. It, it, it matters what Felipe coming from El Salvador that just got done getting out of prison for raping a little girl. It matters what his vote is because he is no longer uh, uh he is no longer. A felon. He's in our country now. And under the Biden administration, well, he's all good with us. It doesn't matter if he just got done raping a two-year-old, killing a few people, snorting some cocaine, and now he's going to vote for the Biden administration. That doesn't matter. This is 
the new world order. This is the new way that they want to bring to you. And you're not in the club. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? You are not in the club. You're not one of them. You are not going to, and I want to, I were to reanimate this. And any of you guys think you that, that, oh, well, you know what? I'm in the club. You know what I mean? When even if it does go all, all, all the shit, they're going to make sure I'm getting pulled out of it. No, they won't. You're not in the club. They want you to die too. If anything, you got, if anything, you're the first one to die because you went along with this, man. You're going along with the complete destruction and utter, and utter, and utter, Demolization of the of humanity. You gotta understand that. And I and I and um. Uh, let me just you know what. Let me just uh, stick to this article. Right. Body cam footage shows migrants flown into New York City in dead of night. All right. The D uh, the uh, uh, DOJ agent there is quote unquote uh, quote unquote told the police because the police of New York City were there trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. They were trying to figure out if something illegal is going on. They knew something illegal was going on. The DOG, some DOJ agent can be heard, quote unquote, saying everything is supposed to be hush, hush. All right. Now, body cam footage released through a Freedom of Information Act request show federal contractors dropping off migrants at the Westchester, Westchester County Airport in White Plains, New York, last summer, with one contractor at the scene saying the Biden administration was betraying the American people. New York, uh, New York Republican Goober editorial candidate Rob Astorno obtained the footage, a 51-minute clip from the body camera of Westchester Police Sergeant Michael Hamburg. Borsky on August 13, 2021. Astoriano discussed the footage on Tucker Carlson tonight on Fox News on Wednesday, in which I will, um, I'm going to go ahead and make sure I play that uh, video video for you guys. Um, the Biden administration flew immigrants from the southern border to the Westchester airport in the middle of the night from mid-August through October. From New York through October. Did you, did you? Do you want me to say it again? Uh, I, I, I hear. Let me you know. What, let me just. The Biden administration flew immigrants, flew immigrants from the southern border to the Westchester airport in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. You see, the devil goes bump in the night, ladies and gentlemen, when we better get hit to it. All right. Now, let me just say this one more time for you guys. The Biden administration flew migrants from the southern border to the Westchester airport in the middle of the night from mid-August through October. All right. Now we do have some uh, body camera. Let's check it out. Oh, I, I get it. I just leave it. Whoa, yeah, um, and, and you know what? I'm going to make sure I have I have this video uh, posted to my YouTube channel because it is that serious. Do you understand me? It is that serious, ladies and gentlemen. Do not think it's not. Don't think for one second that this that that short little skit was not that serious. That is some serious illegal. 
completely illegal shit. And if Biden and if and if Biden doesn't get impeached over this, then what the fuck are we doing as Americans? What are we doing as human beings? Are we going to continue to allow these institutions that we are paying with our own taxpayer money? Are we going to allow the D, uh, Department of Justice to spy and, and, and quote unquote find and destroy these domestic terrorists that is of the parents that don't agree with school ports, parents that believe in America, parents that if you're a gun owner, you're a terrorist. If you're a Christian, you're a terrorist. If you're a parent that does not believe in what's going on right now, you're a terrorist. We fund them. Are we going to continue that? Are we going to continue parts, continue funding parts of the FBI? And I have to be very clear on this because a lot of people don't understand how these, how these institutions work. You see, the FBI isn't just one all whole group. It's not the same thing with the CIA. It's not just one whole group and everyone follows the same thing. There's different little groups within the bigger group. And there's only these certain little groups that are doing the real damage to the actual institution itself. It is our job as Americans to literally snuff out those groups and completely Put them in prison. I mean that to a mother FNT. We need to put these people in prison. We need to put these people in prison and make it a point to the world that if this is your way of thinking, if you believe in destroying the world, if you believe in killing 90% of the people, whether you're in Germany, whether you're in France, I don't care if you're a flag waving pussy. I don't care. If you believe in killing and destroying 90% of the people, if you believe in forcing your co-citizen, if you're enforcing your neighbor to do whatever you say, if that's your ideology, we are going to put you in prison. We are going to put you in prison. We are going to lay you down and make sure we can adore why we put you in a prison. Now, and I say that, and I say that with a faint of heart, man. This, like, it's got to stop. We have to stop. We have to stop this as American people. We have the strength. We can actually do it. And that's what's crazy, right? We can do this. We don't have to allow the Tennessee school board that's pulling Holocaust information, pulling a, graph, a graphic novel known as Mouse over offensive memes. Because you see, they don't want, they do not want. What's actually taught, what actually happened in Nazi Germany to the students. Because you see, if they start learning what actually happened and how it actually let up, how it actually let up, how the government was actually able to convince the people in Germany to allow those atrocities, because they don't want that information there. Because if they start, if kids start educating themselves on something simple as that, They'll start looking around at the world and they'll start seeing similarities. And holy shit, knowledge is power. We don't want to have people with knowledge. No, we want to suppress the fuck out of that shit, right? Ain't that right? Mr. Mr. Postal Prize winner. Uh, Art Spiegelman removed the book Orwellian because of offensive memes, right? Now he's going after Mouse. This is fan-fucking-tastic. What a country, and what a time to be alive, man. What a time. And let me get into this article for you, because it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's amazing. How much? How, how long are we going to continue with this censorship? Are we going to... Honestly, it's going this far where I would not doubt it before I even get into this article. I wouldn't doubt it 
if we start censoring Winnie the Pooh. I know that's some sad shit, but it's not that far-fetched. If it comes out that we are censoring Winnie the Pooh now, way to go, y'all. We're doing a fascinating job right now. The left, we're letting the left do a fascinating job. The left can literally suck our nuts, and they have no idea how powerful we are. Because they say 56% of the country is completely okay on the left side. The Democrats, 50% of the country, it's almost half the country, are completely okay with putting us all in tournament camps. And we are so good-hearted. I've come to realize, man, we as, we, have, we, on the, we as Republicans, we are so we have so much heart. We are so good-hearted that we really don't understand that there's sometimes where we got to put our foots down, man. We have to start putting our foots down. We, and we have to do it in our own section, too. Because one thing I will give the Democratic side, that even though they disagree, they all come together and agree on one thing together. They all agree on destroying America. Now, I realize on our Republican side, we can't agree on shit. We can individually agree, but we still can't agree on shit. We, we just cannot agree on fucking anything, man. We need to, uh, guys, we need to start agreeing with each other. We need to get along. <laughs> we really do. I'm not saying we need to get along to go along. There's a difference between we need to get along and just getting along to go along. Getting along to go along is being like, oh, yeah, I know Nancy Pelosi and her whole family has been completely, completely robbing the American people. We know that. But, I mean, we got to get along to go along. No, 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 no. No, get along. We have to start agreeing that America is the shit. Am I saying that in a, in a in a trendy enough definition for you know for you? But no, you're not going to listen to that. I've said this once and I've said it again. I I I do not. I don't think. I'm starting not to. I'm starting not to think all the way that almost 98 percent of all senators and all and almost everyone in the White House honestly doesn't give a shit whether we really, really get destroyed or not. Whether America itself, like whether America itself has a huge war, they don't really care about. They don't care. They kind of want to see it. I mean, how many people have you have, have some of you guys, literally, especially the old timers, how many people have you watched get killed? And you know, and, and you have known full well what is behind, what is happening behind the scenes. You know. How many people have you watched get murdered? Heads blown off. Supposed suicides, right? Killed in a fishing accident, you know. Went hunting with the president and got shot. You know, how many people, man? How much longer are we going to allow this, ladies and gentlemen? But you know what I do know? If we don't make up our minds on when to stop it, someone else is going to make up our minds for us. Do you dig? Now let's get back. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry for renting and raving. We're about ready to go on break, but let me finish this article up and how silly it is, right? A Tennessee school board voted to remove Moss, a graphic novel about the Holocaust, from its eighth grade curriculum because of its concerns over themes and language it deemed offensive. Moss, Art Spiegelman's 300-page graphic novel in which Nazis are duplicated as cats and Jews as mice, received a special Putzal Prizer in 1992, published its two volumes in 1986, and in 1991 it recounts the experience of Mr. Spiegelman's parents in Nazi-occupied Poland and later at Auschwitz. The development emerged ahead of International Holocaust Remembrance Day on Thursday, marking the 77th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz. 
Now, the 10 board members of the McKinn County Board of Education who voted anonymously, supposedly, on January 10th, because it's always anonymous, right? No, it's, it was, it was, there's nothing anonymous about it. They're all in coots with each other. They're all a bunch of fucking fascist loving Nazis themselves, which is why they do not want that information out there. And on January 10th, they removed that mother effing book, right? Let's build the banks. Let's burn the books. That is the message you are sending to our children. Way to go. Cited concerns over vulgar words that appear in the novel. Oh, so vulgar. So vulgar. Vulgar. Oh, my God. What a bunch of fucking flaming fucking faggots. How's that for vulgar? Jesus. Ah, I took. Ah, see, not. You made me take the Lord's name in vain. As well as subjects. <laughs> As well as subjects they deemed inappropriate for the eighth grade, such as sex, violence, and nudity. One member, well, you know what? First of all, there was, uh, they say this such as sex, violence, and nudity. They just literally got done saying they are duplicating Nazis as cats and Jews as mice. That's a whole lot of sex in there, right? And violence, oh God. Oh yeah, nudity, that makes all the more sense. What was the cat fucking a cat or something like that? I don't know, but I can literally walk outside and I see a two-year-old looking at a dog fucking a dog right now. Honestly, we are, uh, this has got to stop. One member obligated, uh, objected to a conversation in the novel between a father and a son about when the father lost his virginity and the du uh, duplication of the mother cutting herself. The board's chairman didn't respond to a request for comment. Mr. Spiegelman told CNNBC that he was baffled by the decision to remove his novel from the curriculum. I've met so many young people who have learned things from this book, he said, calling the decision Orwellian. You damn right this decision is Orwellian. And like I said, Mr. Spellman, they removed your book because they are Nazis with themselves. They do not want your book out in the public because as soon as your the new generation reads your book, they're gonna look around like I said, and they're gonna see so many different, uh, so many similarities. They're gonna stand up and they're gonna rise and they're gonna fight right then and there. And they should. Do you understand? They should. The pen is mightier than the sword, ladies and gentlemen. If I have any of my new listeners, I want you to remember this. The pen is mightier than the sword. And if you are looking for ways to defeat the elites, it starts with simply discussing it. It starts with getting yourself informed every single day, just a little bit. It starts with building yourself up physically. It starts with breaking away from the economical from the developments that they have produced to you, it starts with considering that you must know thyself before you know others. Do you understand? They keep on claiming to have every answer in the world, but me and you both know, me and my listeners, we know full well that shit ain't happening. We know exactly what they want. We know exactly what we need to do. And all we need to do is do one thing every single day. And this is the one thing that's so important, ladies and gentlemen. All we need to do to better this world, instead of looking at everyone else, all we need to do is look at the man in the mirror. Look at the woman in the mirror. You want to make this world something new, something bright? You wake up and look at yourself every single day in the mirror and tell yourself you can do better. There is always something that you can do better. Now let's go on break, ladies and gentlemen. Enough to 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Subliminal Message Studios. Welcome back, and I am your host, Leonardo. And like I said one more time, if you want to change this world, it means nothing but for you. But for you to change this world by looking at yourself. And remembering that you are the change within this world. I don't know whoever told you that you do not have the power to boast your own opinions. That you do not have the power to do something more with your life than just go to work every day. That you do not have the courage, which means of the heart. To take a step past than what you are getting told. To analyze your own thoughts into your own perspectives. Do not allow yourself to take their perspectives, please. Because can I tell you something? You are way smarter than them. You are way more knowledgeable than them. And you have way more strength than them. So do not ever think to yourself that there is nothing that I cannot do. There is always something that you can do. There is always something more that you can do. And I promise you that, ladies and gentlemen, I can promise you that right now. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's let us get back to this news, because we do have a very, very a lot going on in this world today, including these doctors in Canada sought more mental health support during the whole campaign other than getting sick. See, it turns out physicians in Canada made 26 percent more mental health visits during the COVID-19 pandemic than actually getting sick from the COVID infection or COVID variant. And that includes all variants. And as observational study examined data from around 34,000 physicians in Ottawa, Canada. Researchers found physicians participated in nearly 26% more mental health and substance use visits during the first year of the COVID-19 and 37% more, or 36%, Jesus, I'm sorry, there's, I have a few things uh, hung up, hung up right here. 24% more compared compared to the COVID-19 vaccination rates. The study team believes the increase in attributed to both increased stressors during the pandemic and additional access to mental health services through vital outpatient options. There is no denying the fact that COVID-19 pandemic has had an impact on the mental health of people worldwide. A recent study found that pandemic increased cases of major depressive disorder by 53 million and anxiety disorders by 76 million globally. But for those working on the front lines of the pandemic, such as health workers, how has this situation affected their mental health? A team of researchers from the University of Ottawa Department of Family Medicine and the Ottawa Hospital in Canada is helping answer that question. They're new study has found a link between the pandemic and the number of outpatient healthcare visits physicians participated in for mental health and substance use concerns. Researchers believe their steady results will help shed light on the need for increased mental health services for the medical community. This is ridiculous. I, I love it how they're saying, okay, so we don't need, it's not that we're forcing everyone to wear a mask and we're forcing lockdowns and we're, and we're literally decreasing the uh, the workers in almost every single hospital all across the board, all across America, that's we don't need it. So we don't need to get rid of the pandemic restrictions, which are claim, which are literally causing major depression and uh, causing nurses and doctors to use more substances 
In other words, drugs to cope with their depression mechanism, to use that as a depression mechanism. So we don't need to get rid of the restrictions of the COVID-19 uh, COVID lockdowns. No, we don't need to do that. What we need to do is invest more money in the health services for increased mental health for the medical community. That's what we need to do. We need to, we need to put more money, more money into it. We don't need, we don't need to get rid of the virus, we are not the, uh, well, it is a virus. We don't need to get rid of the virus that is literally polluting, polluting all, all across the world. And I'm not talking about the COVID-19 variant. No, I'm talking about the sickness, the lockdowns, the complete restrictions of humanity. We don't need to get rid of that, which are causing the major depression. What we need to do is invest more money and create more mental health services for the medical community. That makes absolutely no sense at all. But, you know, at least that's that's the way they think. Right. That's it. That is the way their their uh, mindset is, apparently. Now, before the COVID-19 pandemic, studies showed an elevated rate of mental health issues among healthcare workers. One such study in 2015 found residents found uh, uh, found resident physicians were at a high risk for depression. Another study in 2018 examined burnout among United States healthcare professionals, finding over one half of physicians and one third of nurses had symptoms affecting their mental health. Oh well, that's going to do just even more great now that we're in 2021. And these studies are done from 2015 to 2018. And we are in 2022 dealing with lies, dealing with Satanism. And I wonder how the healthcare workers are taking it now. No wonder why we have nurses and doctors getting fired and quitting because they are tired of the lies. They're tired of this bullshit. That's what they're tired of. And I'm going to, I'm saying that as I don't know how else to say it, man. They're just tired of it. Interesting. And so is everyone else, by the way. Interesting. Other studies have linked higher levels of substance misuse issues to healthcare professionals. According to American Addiction Centers, approximately 4.4% of medical work have a problem with heavy alcohol consumption and about 5.5% of healthcare personnel experience illicit drug use. Wow. Dr. Daniel Meyer, a family physician, public health and uh, preventative med uh, medicine specialist and postdoctoral fellow at the University of Ottawa Department of Family Medicine and the Ottawa Hospital is the lead author of this current study. Well, shout out to you, man, because you are probably the one of the one doctors that they are definitely trying to come uh, come and get because they've already got Don Bingo. You see, you see, Google's YouTube has already banned Don Bingo permanently. Permanently, Fox News' new Don, uh, Dan uh, Bonginga, bon, Bongingo, sorry, Dan Bongingo, my bad dog, your um, last name is uh, it's catchy. <laughs> now, they've already, uh, Google has literally banned him completely off their YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's banned Fox News host Dan Bongingo forever deplatforming one of the Internet's most popular conservative commenters. The popular video service run by Google said Bingo tried to circumvent a one-week ban for spreading COVID-19 misinformation on one channel by posting on another channel, resulting in a permanent suspension. We terminated Dan Beningo's channels for, circ for circumventing our terms of service by posting a video while there was an active strike and suspension associated with the account. YouTube said in a statement to USA Today, when a channel receives a strike, it is against our terms of service to post content or use another channel to circumvent the suspension. Wow. 
That is just awesome. And we're allowing YouTube to do that. You know what I mean? Because after all, who cares, right? It's YouTube, right? Or should I say poop tube? Poop tube. You know what I mean? You know, no one cares because it's poop tube. Ah, it's poop tube. You know what I mean? We all saw that coming. Well, listen to this, guys. Just, just, what's a look at it? I mean, just seriously look at it. If you take a good look, you're going to look at it and you're going to be like, whoa, I looked at it and I saw it. But not if you don't look at it. <laughs> the blowback against YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter intensified after the major social media platforms suspended Trump after the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Two states, Florida and Texas, have passed laws targeting social media companies for restricting or removing conservative content or accounts. The laws have been temporarily blocked by the courts. No, of course they have. Because we can't find, um, uh, except for a very few very good judges on the Supreme Court now that aren't paid off by the si Silicon Valley. And um, uh, shout out to Dan Beningo, man. Um, I hope you, I hope you get your own show going. Honestly, man, get your own show going. Get your own show going. Demolish these. Demolish the elites. Demolish these guys. Do not let up. Do not let up one little bit. All right. Now. Moving forward, soldiers shot five servicemen at a military plant in Ukraine. Holy fuck me all the way up. A Ukrainian National Guard soldier shot uh, security guards at, at a, a military factory in central Ukraine for unknown reasons, killing five people and injuring five others. The incident took place in the early morning of Thursday in uh, Dnipro at the pro at the. Pivotian mash missile factory during the insurance during the issue issuance of weapons to the guards is said in a statement oh wow police are looking for the escaped soldier dang man he got away too so the police are still um looking for this apparently uh, escaped soldier and um holy shit uh, i you know i wonder if this was a uh, mk ultra at its finest now um uh, speaking of uh, um, MK Ultra at its finest, COVID nineteen has just issued the fourth vaccination shot for um, uh, little for your little daughter and your uh, little girl and uh, little little daughter and little boy. I apologize about that. That's right. Now you see you see that's how ain't that how it starts? You get the one shot and they told you that this is going to prevent COVID-19 from you spreading COVID-19. Well, now that's not happening. Now it's the booster. Oh, well, now, now the booster's not going to work. Now you have to get double boosted. Well, actually, double boosted isn't going to work either. Well, we have a third shot for you. How about you get a third shot? No, you already got the third shot. How about we get a fourth shot for you, right? Now we have a fourth vaccine that we're going to be shoving in our kids' arms to make sure we kill them faster, right? That's what this is all about. That is what this is all about. Let's kill our children faster. And oh, and, and you know what? What's awesome is our is our children are actually setting up protests for mass mandates because the parents are too pussies to do it, which is freaking amazing. That's just awesome. Ain't that fan fucking tastic? And how our children have to set up mass protests within their schools. Like what's going on out on, um, like what's going on out in uh, Los Angeles at the school in Los Angeles or in Wisconsin, the schools in Wisconsin, there's a few ch uh, high school students that held up protests over the mask mandate. Quote, and when they got home, uh, this, this is one of the quotes by one of the mothers. I was so dismayed that my student, that more, <laughs> that my student, my son would participate during, uh, in an anti-mask Protests. 
I was so dismayed, this mother is saying, I was so dismayed that my son wants to be free. I know, man, it's so horrible. It's so fucking horrible, isn't it? Ladies and gentlemen, you know what? We're going to go to a short little break and then get back to the news because there is so much more we have to get to. So much more news. There's so much going on in this world, man. I can't even cover, cover it. Because there is literally so much going on. But let's get to a short little break and we will sharpen up and get back to this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Subliminal Message Studios and I am your host, Leonardo. Let's go.
gentlemen this is subliminal message studios welcome back and i am your host leonardo and i just want to let you know that you are precious you are worth way more than gold you are worth way more than what they are telling you to do and you are way more way way more important than anything in this world and that includes the earth itself we, we we are the ones that shape this earth. We are the ones that keep the earth going round. The earth is nothing without us. Without us, we are nothing. Without each other, we are absolutely nothing. And I and um, I, I really hope we realize that more than what we are getting produced to ourselves. What what some of these you know what some of these so called new trends are are producing to us. We are not only more than that, but we can do better than that. Uh, let's let's focus on the news, guys. We like I said, we do have a lot to get to, and I would try to shed light on as much news, much critical news, and a much as much information as I can that would truly uh, um, allow you to get a grip on what is going on today, and not just that, allow you to get a uh, get a grip on what's going to go on and what you're going to face in the future, and what is going to happen tomorrow. Which is why I do these these podcasts. And keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I'm also going to reiterate, I will be accompanying donations starting next week, um, in which case it will move on. If I can get myself up to a level, this will move on to a video podcast. I understand um, uh, quite a few of my listeners have asked me, um, why, why are you not doing um, video podcasts? Just to let you know, guys, ladies and gentlemen, I should say... Um, it, it, it costs a lot of it, it costs a lot of money and it takes a lot more equipment to do video podcasts and um, I am trying my hardest to work up to that stage. However, it, it is a work in progress, ladies and gentlemen. So bear with me. I will have much more visual content, much more visualization for my listeners, for everyone here in the future. So just stay uh, stay with me. Um, it, it, stay with me and uh, please be patient. I, I am working up to it, ladies and gentlemen. And I also do appreciate every single one of you. And I mean that to the bottom of my heart. I don't mean that as a, as, you know, just a sailor. I appreciate you. No, man, I, I really, really appreciate every single one of my listeners, my old listeners, new listener, even if you just come on here because you thought, Oh, what the hell? I'll try it out. Man, I, I appreciate you because we have to understand that, um, a lot of the mainstream media that you're getting, a lot of the mainstream ide- ideology and the mainstream perspective prospectives that you're getting have nothing to do or not benefiting you and your family. 
or the people that you care about. They're not going to tell you the full truth. They're going to tell you those little bits of the truth and and only give it to you in their in their way. They're only going to tell you what they want to tell you. Well, at Subliminal Message Studios, what I am all about is giving you as much information as I possibly as I possibly can without bigotry, without looking at it all the way on the right side, without looking at it all the way on the left side. No, I am going to inform you of every bit of secret committees that get held in the Pentagon, that get held behind closed doors. That is what I'm going to inform you of. And I will continue to do just that at a true unbiased stance as much as I as much as I possibly can. And I have told my listeners from day one, I am very much a Republican. I am very much not even and I don't mean a new new age Republican. No, I mean an old age Republican. I believe in old Republicans over the old Republic. You have to understand that I'm going to make that clear. Not this new age form of Republicanism. No, the old Republic. I believe in the old Republic. I am and I've been this way my entire life. I never got woke, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't like doing this and thinking this way is not something new to me. Okay. I don't know how else to say this. I have been thinking this way my entire life. When the Twin Towers got hit, me and my brother, I'll just, you know, I already said it. Me and my brother were one of the first ones to start questioning the, 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 the beams that were holding up the Twin Towers and how they were actually able to hold not only one plane hitting it, but two planes and not only two planes hitting it, but those Twin Towers, those beams for the Twin Towers were actually made for a 100 mile per hour wind. That's close enough from a fucking, from one of our, from, from, it, from it being hit from one of our drones. That's how strong some of these, some, uh, some of the, uh, the Twin Towers were. And not even that, I, me and my brother were the first ones to mention Building 7 when the Twin Towers got hit. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know that this isn't something that, oh, you got woke, definitely. I, I'm being dead honest. I've been thinking this way my entire life. I've been this way my entire life. I've always been very, very analytical. It's not to say I'm going to question everything you tell me, but what I am going to do, if I see little holes in what you're telling me, I am going to analyze every fucking thing you said. And if you, if I find, not if you, but if I find out that you're fucking lying, I'm going to blast everything I know about you everywhere. And that's not to say you're lying about, oh, well, you lied about taking some money from Silicon Valley because, you know what I mean, you thought it'd help up your city and you actually use the money to help out your city. No, no, I'm not going to dog you for that. I want to make sure, I'm going to make sure you understand what I'm saying. If I find out that you are not for America, you're fucking done to me. You are done to me in every single different facet of this whole earth in this galaxy. You're done. All right, you're 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 done. I'm going to come after you for everything. I'm going to focus on you, and I'm going to come after you with every bit of law I can. Every bit of law, as is every other every other civilian within America should. We need to start standing up for this shit, not just passing it by like, oh, well, we'll just let it happen. No, we need to start getting a grips on what these politicians are doing behind closed doors and what the companies are paying the politicians to do behind closed doors. This isn't rocket scientists. These these things have been going on for a long time. High interests have always paid into politics because they're smart. You know, some of the things, you know, sometimes I just don't even feel bad for some of the shit that they're doing, that these elites are doing to us. Honestly, I don't I, it's, it's hard for me. It's sometimes it's really, really hard for me to actually feel bad. The most of you don't really care. 
Who cares? Who cares if it came out that Anthony Fauci has been changing definitions, has directly funded the Wuhan virus and has not released it to the world? Who cares about that? Right. We just got to deal with it. Like, this is ridiculous. And you know what? Anyways. Let's stay focused on this news, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I, I do get into rants, and I, I, I do apologize about that. It's um, it's it's hard not to, you know. It, it's really not. It's it's hard not to. Now, U.S. military unable to properly investigate civilian deaths. That's right. Um, and they're talking about the drone footage that um, uh, the drone footage over um, that killed the Afghan civilians. <laughs> now they're saying they are they are properly they are um, uh, they're unable, I should say, to um, uh, investigate the deaths. That is um, amazing. U.S. military personnel often lack the training and resources to properly investigate civilian casualties and take steps to prevent future unattended deaths. A congressionally mandated study of the Pentagon said the Defense Department is not adequately organized, trained, or equipped to fulfill its current responsibilities for addressing civilian harm, which makes absolutely no sense. And there's, uh, that's actually a direct lie. The Pentagon and our military literally have... What you would call, I'm going to put it, put this in the uh, simplest terms I can. The the military and uh, the Pentagon uh, directly has what you would call federal CIA or not uh, um, CSI. Sorry, not CIA. CSI agents that investigate stuff like what happened when we uh, uh, when we killed all those Afghan civilians. And I, you know what? If you want to, if you want to hear my honest opinion about that, shit happens. There it is. There you go. Shit happens. Shit happens. You know, uh, do I think it should have happened? No, absolutely not. I think we actually intended to kill those Afghan civilians just because why not? We killed children, too. Like, you know, this isn't I, I don't think it was by happenstance. We have missiles that we can literally directly shove up a terrorist ass from hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles away. This this when we drone strike someone, it's 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 you know we know what we're doing. You know what I mean? And like when I say shit happens, I I, I mean that dude. Shit happens. Shit happens in war. You know our ideology on war is so mind fucked nowadays. It's 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 ridiculous. It honestly is. It's not only ridiculous, but it's in a completely inappropriate to what actually happens in war. And uh, just to re redialect uh, di- re- myself on what I was trying to say is, yeah, we actually have like federal CA, uh, CSI kind of agents that directly investigate situations like that. So when they're saying, oh, the Pentagon and the military is not capable and they don't have the, they need additional resources to investigate casualty, uh, uh, civilian casualties. That's an outright lie. And it's total bullshit. You see, what they want is a civilian force out in Afghanistan now because they know. Our, uh, they know we're never going to go back into the East. We're never going to do that. The Biden administration, the Democrats, no, they're never going to allow that. What they're going to allow is Al Qaeda come to, to come into America through Brazil, through Latin America, which they're which they've already admitted they had. They're setting up literally military posts of Al Qaeda troops, and they're training the Brazilians as Brazilian civilians to fight against America. We're just letting them all in right now. Just letting them all in. The Biden administration is flying them in on 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 huge on huge planes. These guys must be eating better than some of some of our fucking bums out here. We got immigrants flying first class out in this bitch. This is, I'm, oh man, 
You know, I guess we did. I guess we do have some good uh, good news. John Elger, who helped build Silicon Valley, guess what? He's dead at 84. Yes. Awesome. You know what? You are a true Nazi, John Elger. You actually helped, directly helped, directly helped and funded the Nazis during World War II. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you. You're dead. I, um, uh, yeah, and I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, for real. This, he, he was an actual Nazi. Okay, so I don't want to hear no grief like, wow, dude, what a, no, no, I don't want to hear no grief. He was a direct Nazi during World War II, right? So I don't want to hear. Starting in the 1960s, he developed the area's farmland into office parks that house fast-growing technology companies. Uh-huh. Now, John Ollier Senior, the real estate developer who physically transformed Silicon Valley into a tech office parks from orchards and became a major donor to Stanford University. Uh, Stanford University, we're talking about skull and bones right here, guys, died on Monday in Portland Valley, California. He was 84. His daughter, Laura Arleriger Anderson, Andreasen announced his death in a post on Medium. His family declined to city uh, to cite the cause. Now, that means uh, her, 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 uh, that more than likely, uh, I'm, I'm not being that big of a conspiracy theorist by saying Laura killed her dad, and that's why they're not releasing the uh, cause. Starting in the 1960s, because uh, they're sick, man. They, they, uh, these families, these, these families are literally satanic down to the bone. When I say their, their ideology, like what they're like, you know how we as a general population just want to be happy them as a general, them as a general family, they literally just want to kill everyone. That's, that's their end game. That's their goal. But uh, anyways, let me reiterate on uh, this uh, Nazi's life. Starting in the 1960s, Mr. Arliger developed Silicon Valley's bioluic farmland into a sprawling network of corporate campuses. At the time, the semiconductor industry was taking off in the San Clara Valley with companies like Intel growing as quickly as they could, finding buildings to expand into. To meet that demand, Mr. Arliger our Lego and his business partner, Richard Peary, I want you guys to remember that name, bought up thousands of acres of farmland around California towns, including Mountain View, Sunnyvale, and San Jose, even before they secured tenants. They created developments of low-slung concrete buildings that were cheap and easy to build. Yeah, they're a bunch of cheap bastards, huh? They ultimately constructed more than 20 million square feet of commercial real estate. Many of those developments housed tech companies, among them Intel, Apple, Harlot, Packward, and Google. Google. Mr. Arlego and Mr. Peary became billionaires as the value of the property soared. Forbes pegged Mr. Arlego's net worth at $2.5 billion. $2.5 billion. Now, as the tech industry grew and Silicon Valley population multiplied, some residents began voicing opposition to development. Several of Mr. Arliger's projects ran into obstacles. Residents protested the height of proposed 100-foot office towers in Palo Alto and disagreed with the location of a new library in Menlo Park. Later in life, Mr. Arlego also physically transformed Stanford, which he had attended on a basketball scholarship. He donated money for more than 200 projects and buildings at the university and, and at least nine buildings and rooms bearing his family's name and 57 scholarships. In 2013, he pledged $151 million to the university, the largest gift at Stanford from a single living donor. And uh, there's very big reasons for that. He's trying... Uh, you know, like, uh, I, I'm going, I'm going to reiterate on these, uh, he donated money for more than 200 projects. Um, all, almost, almost 100, I think it turned out that 148 of these, uh, um, 200 projects were directly funding, directly, directly funding such things as, um, 
making America out to be um, a, a completely racist country. Uh, these projects were funded towards changing elementary schools into co communist teachings kind of schools, putting teachers into elementary schools that were from the University of Stanford. That's what these, uh, it turns out that 148 of these projects were directly funded towards doing that. And that 150 million that he donated to Stanford and the university all going to Skull and Bones, uh, Skull and Bones Society. And if you don't know the Skull and Bones Society, I'd advise you to look it up because that is some serious, 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 Serious satanic ass shit. I mean, it, 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 it honestly, honestly is. I'm not saying that as a euphemism. It's it's some scary, scary satanic shit. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's bad, like bad, bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's bad enough to the point where we need to be we, we need to actually we need to, this is the kind of thing, dude, we have no idea on how truly effective these secret societies, these secret, uh, secret, um, meetings that get put behind the black curtain and our Pentagon and our court systems. We have no idea how truly they affect us. No idea. But this is what Subliminal Message Studios is here for, ladies and gentlemen. It really, really is now. Many filmmakers have tried their hand at fine parts, but it's rare to see an art exhibition adapted into a feature film. Now, um, China and uh, China, I don't know if you guys have seen China's um, China's film of uh, uh, its new ending of some of the movies that they come out with. I advise you guys to check out some of the new endings uh, to to uh to some of the movies in China um, I'm just getting in with that now NYPD cop to Fox News we need progressive lawmakers to be gun violence victims oh okay this is directly uh, oh my god this is uh directly out of a uh, New York cop's mouth we need progressive lawmakers to be gun violence victims you see he wants he wants he wants uh, these uh, left, it's not only bad that we have left, far, far reaching left lawmakers in the New York City province that are pushing the shenanigans, but he wants them to get shot. So they really, really, really are scared shitless of uh, uh, scared, scared shitless of, uh, of cops or uh, of guns. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Here, you know what? I, I, I'm messing. I'm messing this up already. Here, let me just get into it. Uh, Representative Cory Bush, an outspokesman, Black Lives Matter Alley and criminal justice reform supporter, revealed on Thursday that her vehicle had been struck by gunfire this past weekend in the St. Louis area. A spokesperson for the lawmaker said Bush was not in the uh, not in the car, and there was no evidence she was a specific target of the attack. I'm touched by everyone who has reached out. Thankfully, no one was uh, no one was harmed, but any of act of gun violence shakes our soul that's why our movement is that's why our movement is working to invest in our communities eradicate the root causes of gun violence and keep everyone safe now when they say eradicate the root causes of gun violence they mean take every american gun that they weigh if you're a good if you are a good wholesome person and you have a firearm and you believe in protecting yourself and in the second amendment they're taking that shit away they're not talking about eradicating the root cause of gun violence they're talking about about getting rid of guns they're talking about completely abolishing the right for you to self-defend yourself that's what this is really about it's not really about the second amendment they want to abolish the right for you to defend yourself 
Listen to this propaganda bullshit right here. Appearing Thursday afternoon on Fox News, New York Police Department Sergeant Joseph Imperatrice took aim at what he described as Democrats' soft-on-crime policies. You got that right, brother. At one point, Fox News anchor Griff Jenkins brought up of the shooting of Bush's car, wondering if such acts would be would make liberal Democrat lawmakers who have supported defunding the police change their mind on their policies. Now, the hard truth is we need the lawmakers to be victims. That's the hard truth about it, bro. Now this, um, now uh, he, he's literally saying that you know uh, we need we need we need these uh, progressive left uh, um, uh, lawmakers to be victims of gun violence, so then they can see that guns are a very, very, very important part of protecting yourself and your family, and not even just that, your right to self defense, your general human right to self defense. All right. Now, um, Jenkins echoed Impetir's disclaimer, but offered up a similar qualifier. Joe, of course, we would never wish any harm whatsoever on any American, let alone a politician we disagreed with. Those said, but the instance we did see two instances of carjackings. Fortunately, everyone was okay, but maybe it will change their minds. Oh, come on now. It ain't going to change shit. That's not going to change their minds, man. What are you out of your mind? They're not going to change anything. They don't care about that. They want. America's guns away. But let's listen. Lines. We saw last month two of those Democrat lawmakers being carjacked. Fortunately, okay. One in Philly, one in Chicago. And now we see Cori Bush, liberal Democrat from St. Louis, Missouri, saying on Twitter that her car was hit with bullets. Her car was shot. No one was in it, fortunately. But will these lawmakers change their tune? The harsh truth is we need these lawmakers to be victims. We need them to understand when the worst situation possible hits them. And then they can turn around and say, wow, maybe this is an issue. Maybe I need to wake up tomorrow and do my job and start changing things for the better. That's how it's going to happen. And I'm not <laughs> praying that any of these people get hurt or harmed, but they need to see right. firsthand how bad the streets really are. Joe, we, of course, would never wish any harm whatsoever on any American, let alone a politician that we disagreed with. But in the instances, we did see two instances of carjacking where fortunately everyone was okay maybe we'll change our minds who knows Julian Paratrice thank you for taking time today sir thank you for having Sandra okay Graf good stuff thank you with oil prices on the rock now you're damn right you know what I'm saying maybe it will change their minds you see what I'm saying? So when he said, like I said, he wants these left, far left winging politicians to get involved in some kind of gun violence, which sucks saying that because, you know, it's really come down to that, man. It's it's not to say that we actually wish this stuff on these guys because of the point of view. No, but what we are saying is if it happens to you, maybe you are going to understand that it has nothing to do with. What's going on with guns right now has nothing to do. The left is not trying to attack the Second Amendment. I want to reiterate on that. I'm going to say that one more time for you motherfuckers in the back. All right. The left is not trying to attack the Second Amendment. They know full well that they will never be able to get truly get rid of the Second Amendment because they themselves. I'm going to let you on a little secret, y'all. They themselves want to use the second amendment why do you think nancy pelosi and all almost every single hard left democrat during trump's inauguration and during his um uh, during the voting season they're all echoing the same thing well we'll we'll just succeed succeed from the union we'll use our second amendment we can use the second amendment they don't want to get rid of the second amendment ladies and gentlemen what they want to do is the get rid of completely abolish the right for the american 
person, the American citizen, to defend himself, the right to defend yourself, has nothing to do with the Second Amendment. These are two totally different things. And I've already told you what the Second Amendment is really, really about. All right, cause it's not about defending yourself. It is literally about fighting the government. It's a very touchy subject, ladies and gentlemen. This is a very touchy subject, and this is um, something that you know. what I mean, they're not. You're not really going to get told of what the Second Amendment really is about. Most people tell you it's about. It's about defending you and yourself and your family. The Second Amendment is literally put in there so we can fight the government. So if the pen does not work, we can get up arms and start, you know, well, you guys know, you guys know. Okay. That's what the second amendment is put in place for. Now the right to defend yourself is a God given humanly right. We need to make that clear to these politicians, the right to defend myself right now, as I am live doing this podcast, if some crazy crackhead busts in right now, I will use my right to defend myself, not my right to the second amendment, my right to defend myself. I have no idea what that crackhead is coming in here for. Well, uh, okay. Let's say if he's coming in here for a TV, am I, go- how do I know that? Which is amazing because that's what the left, that's what, what how their, the left's ideology is very much like their ideology is, well, uh, you know, I mean, if he wants to steal something, just let him take it. Like the, I remember, I remember that one situation where the neighbor, there was a neighbor out in Texas where he saw his neighbor's house getting robbed. He went out there, told them to stop. They then pointed a gun at him. He dropped them both dead right on his neighbor's lawn. He then went to prison. Went they 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 put him in prison for defending himself after a gun was pointed at him and stopping armed robbers from robbing his neighbor's belongings. Who's this? Uh, you know, you guys have no idea what they are taking. They could have took some ancient heirloom that has been passed down from year after year after decade after decade that has been in their family for I don't know how long. It is very important to them. If they lose that, they lose a very important part of themselves. But yeah, we're going to let the crackhead and the thieves start stealing that. Let me explain this to you one more time. The right, the Second Amendment has nothing to do with the right to defend yourself. The right to defend yourself is a God-given right that says you can protect your family, yourself at all times. That is why guns are here. And there is no ridding, there is no getting rid of guns, ladies and gentlemen. I understand that is a, a twinkle in everyone's thoughts, a lot of the left progressives' thoughts. You know, oh my God, we we can definitely get rid of guns. We can do what Australia did. Australia's stabbing rates, are you kidding me? I want to read you guys some of the statistics off of Australia's death rates and crime rates there in good old Australia, which a lot of the left always goes to. We need to do what Australia does. Okay. During the pandemic, over a 40% increase of stabbings have happened. It went from a 42% rate to now stabbings are almost happening at an 84% fucking rate in Australia. Everyone is getting shanked right now in Australia. Now, people getting shot in Australia, that went from a 11% rate to a 31% rate. This is, these are all life statistics. You go to, go to, go to their webpage, go, go to the webpage right now and look it up for yourself. If you think of bullshit. No, this is all stuff that's coming out of their mouths. This is, this is the reality of it. So do not think getting rid of guns is the answer to the core, um, um, gun violence and, and all this other, all, all this other, um, bullshit. Because that's exactly what it is. Bullshit. 
I don't know how else to say this, guys. But we, we, you know, we we just really, really better get our shit together, man. Because if we keep on allowing Biden to pull the racist, the the blatantly racist shit that he's doing, this dude is literally he literally quote unquote said, I'm going to nominate the first black woman and I won't accept any other race because I want to make sure that I have the, the first black woman in the Supreme Court. Saying that twice, it had nothing to do, it has nothing to do with who the best qualified candidate is for the position. He just wants to make sure that she's black and she's a woman because that's all it's about. That is the definition of racism. The definition of racism, all right? And Biden, as quote on, this is out of MSN. I love when I get articles out of MSN because their rhetoric is, I have to I have to literally analyze and re-dialect everything they say because it's so much bull shenanigans. It really is. It's shenanigans. It's, it's, it's shenanigans, all right? President Joe Biden and Justin Stephen Brewer appeared together Thursday at the White House to announce Breyer's retirement from the Supreme Court. Um, keep in mind, um, Breyer was not the one. Stephen Breyer, I'm going to give you guys a little piece of information that you guys may not know that Stephen Breyer was not, he never, he never, 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 never announced his retirement. He was never the one that renounced his uh, announced announced his retirement. He was forced into retirement. That is right, forced to retirement, or he is going to die. I don't even know how else to say this, but anyways, all right. President Joe Biden and Justice Stephen Breyer appeared together Thursday at the White House to announce Breyer's retirement from the Supreme Court, clearing the way for Biden to follow through on his campaign promise to nominate the first black woman to the high court as historic as a historic first pick. Uh, yeah, it's so historic. I'm going to once again say uh, once again say this: we had the first Mexican, the first Latino in Supreme Court. Are we chopped liver? Does that just not mean anything? What about us? What about us? This is bullshit, man. You know, I might have to go on break because this is honestly bullshit. Oh, what, what, what are the Latino? You know, you guys just work. You know, it doesn't really matter. You put on a mask. Don't put on a mask. It doesn't matter. You know, go you clean the clean the janitorial room. You know what I say? This is fucking ridiculous, man. The bush caca, man. This is caca. This is what it is. This is caca. All right. Now, Biden praised Burrow's career in public service, beginning in the United States Army as a teenager before going on to serve in all the three branches of government. Before he turned 40, multiple times, Biden noted his personal connection to Breyer. Oh, noted. Did you guys see that? Multiple times, Biden noted his personal, personal. It's This shit is personal, guys. Breyer set downs for him personally so he can then put in a very hard left-winging Democratic Supreme Court judge that will allow the Democrats to continue with every Democratic president they ever want to. And this is what it's all really about. They're not giving up the presidency. They're not giving up the Senate and they're not going to give up the the um, the uh, the the House, the House anymore. These guys are moving forward with their bullshit. They're moving forward and they're moving hard, ladies and gentlemen. This is scary as hell. And this is also the reason why I'm very happy. I'm, I'm glad I can be reporting on this and analyzing this for you guys. All right, guys. Now, um, 
Um, let's keep on going. As the only as the only president to have presided over a justice confirmation when he was chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee and Breyer was nominated to the Supreme Court in 1994 by President Bill Clinton, he has he has patiently sought common ground and built consensus seeking to bring the court together. I think he's a model public servant in a time of great division in the country, Biden said, hailing Breyer for being a justice who could bridge divides on the bench. Oh, yeah, he can bridge them. All right. Turning to the vacancy, he will leave. Biden also reaffirmed his commitment to nominate the first black woman to the Supreme Court, which he said was long overdue. Oh, yeah, it's so long overdue. While I've been setting candidates' backgrounds and writings, I've made no decision except one. The person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications, bullshit, character and experience and integrity. Um, all that right there, none of the candidates he has put out there have none of those, have absolutely, absolutely none of those. All right, none of them. They are all very hard left-winging, Democratic-loving, Black Lives Matter, America is completely racist, if you're white, pay me money. It's, it's, it's racist and it needs to stop. Now, um, Biden said he may, he's made no choice at this point. But as his intention to announce his nominee before the end of February, after consulting the, with both Democratic and Republican senators, yeah, right, he also noted that Vice President Kamala Harris will play a key role consulting the role in the process. I will fully do what I've said I do. I will fulfill my duty to select a justice, not only with the Senate's consent, but with its advice, Biden said. I'm going to invite senators from both parties to offer their ideas and points of views. Um, now, that is total of bullshit if I've ever said it, and he's even admitting it right in this next line. Biden said he will keep in mind Breyer's spirit when he makes his decision on fully on filling the seat. In the end, I will nominate a historic candidate, someone who's worthy of Justice Breyer's legacy, and someone who, like Justice Breyer, provide incredible service on the United States Supreme Court, Biden said. Breyer quoted from President Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address, reminded that reminded that the nation's founder described America's democracy as one great experiment. We are now engaged in a great civil war to determine whether the nation or any nation so conceived as so d- dedicated can long endure, he said, citing Lincoln's... Fa- oh. You know what? Let me um, let me reiterate that for my listeners real quick. We are now engaged in a great civil war to determine whether the nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. He said, citing Lincoln's famous words, saying they are still relevant today. Recalling conversations with the students, Breyer said it's not up to the next generation. We'll determine whether the experiment still works. And it's an experiment that's still going on. And I will tell you something, you know who will see whether that experiment works. It's you, my friend. It's you. Mr. High School student, Breyer said, I am an optimist and I'm pretty sure it will. Um, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and run with your words, man. I, I hope to God it will, too, because you are literally leading America straight into the wolf's hands. And apparently you don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't care. And it's ridiculous. Now. U.S. NATO awaits Russia reaction after answering demands over Ukraine. They're, oh, yeah, they're, they're awaiting answers. What's Biden's answer going to be? What's for lunch? You know, like, you know. Uh, now, uh, as, speaking of uh, 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 possible candidates, uh, just while, while we're on the subject, because we only have a certain amount of time left, possible candidate that Biden might elect is Judge Kitty uh, Kenja Brown Jackson Ken, uh, 
Ketinja Brown Jackson. I'm very sorry. I do not want to curse your name. Um, but who is this judge? Well, for starters, she was once a clerk for Justice Breyer, and she actually has spoke at multiple, multiple Black Lives Matter and Antifa rallies, where she has directly been quoted by saying America is racist and needs to be completely reconstructed. That is including the Constitution of the United States of America. One of the, her direct quotes last year during the falling of uh, during the falling of the George Floyd riots. Katrina Brown Jackson wants to reconstruct the U.S. Constitution, and she is one of the top nominees for President Sleepy Joe Biden in the Supreme Court justice system. Well, ain't that just amazing? Isn't that just fascinating? Now, um... Uh, speaking as a fascinating box, Boston vaccine mandate halted by court. That's right. Uh, at least, thank God, uh, someone in, in, um, uh, in Boston, at least a judge in Boston, had the sense of halting the, uh, the vaccine mandate, which thank God for that, man. Because like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I've always told you, if you want to know what's coming next, you need not look to nothing but to Germany right now and look to Germany and Switzerland and Australia. Those are where the experiments and how they're going to best manipulate and how they're going to best enslave us more. I don't know how else to say that, but look to those countries. If you want to know what's going on next, look to those countries. Those guys are getting experimented on right now more than uh, as far as psychological warfare goes. That's where it's happened. Now, speaking of that, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to this brings us to the end of this broadcast. Like I said, we have so much more news to get to, and I plan on getting into it. Thank you very much for any of my listeners that whether you're just now joining on or new listener, old listener, it doesn't matter. I appreciate every one of you guys. I appreciate you guys staying informed. I appreciate you guys waking up every day and fighting, whether you're on the left or the right, it does not matter. We all Americans need to fight. We need to stand up for our God-given rights. We need to stand up for our human-given rights. We need to tell these elites, we need to tell write our politicians, write our senators, and inform them that we want nothing to do with this new war skepticism that is going on we want nothing to do with Bill Gates' new vaccine that is going to come out for the Marion R&B singer variant. We want nothing to do with car swabs. We want nothing to do with any cancer. We want nothing to do with these Nazis that are destroying America. Now, this is Subliminal Message Studios, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Leonardo. Thank you very much once again. And always remember, stay strong, be kind, and be respectful. And I salute to you, every single one of you, every single one of you, every day. Always wake up, man. Always wake up. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. And I am out of here.